Two social workers on a mission to change the narrative. Millennial Babies Podcast seeks to empower others in making changes to maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. This podcast is about becoming the best version of ourselves. I hope you feel inspired. Join Bria Spencer and Fadia Jean-Pierre bi-weekly as they initiate conversations about mental health, fitness, and travel. Share this with someone who needs it. Follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore babes underscore podcast. And let's continue the conversation. Hello, everyone. Thank you. And thank you for joining us, Millennial Based Podcast. Today is going to be an amazing episode. So in this episode, we are joined with Team Spartan Spades, who are beyond just a story or a group of people working out. Team Spartan Spades takes you on a journey of self-discovery promoting health lifestyles and bringing the community together and discipline and having consistency. Most of all, it's about community coming together, becoming family while empowering and uplifting each other to focus on their personal health journey. Team Spartan Spades began to impact the community and introduce everyone to different ways to start and maintain their physical health. Join us and Team Spartan Spades as we chat about how a community become family, focusing on our journey while competing with each other by putting on a pair of sneakers and hating the park. (laughs) So welcome everyone. Thank you for being on our platform today. And I can't wait for for the conversation we're gonna have and then for our guests to hear more about what you do and and, and the races that are coming up. So let's begin your personal fitness journey with our special guest, Team Spartan Spades, who uses their platform to empower each other and the community. (laughs) So I'm gonna ask each one of you guys to introduce yourself and share what made you join the team. All right, you're gonna start with me, I guess. Um, Gotta start with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll it'll start with me because it started with me. Um, I'm Mike, the founder of Team Spartan Spades. Um, I had been in fitness. I've been athletic all my life as a child, ripped and ran and played basketball, um, <laughs> tag, community, other, other community events. As I got older and my health started to change, I was diagnosed with uh, Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, which impacts uh, your cholesterol, your, your hair, um, and so many other factors, uh, weight, weight fluctuations, intolerance to cold and hot temperatures. And um, it was a way for me to push, to push myself beyond, uh, you know, just the regular gym work and stuff like that. And at one point it led to me discovering obstacle course racing. <laughs> In 2012, um, after discovering the Spartan race, I trained for about two months to get ready. And the first race was so challenging that I said, you know, this is a way for me to help impact my community. And it's led to me saying the next time they have this race the following year, I'm going to bring people with me. From there, that led to about uh, three other people joining me. And thus Spartan Spades was formed. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that with us. Go ahead, Catherine. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought the queen was going to go next, but I'll go. <laughs> So I am Drea. I am one of the co-captains now of uh, Team Spartan Spades. Uh, Mike and I have been friends for 10, 15, how long, Nicole? <laughs> like 13. <laughs> Seems like your whole life. <laughs> right. It's been a long time. Um, basically, yeah. all of our lives, uh, both his daughter and my son are the same age. Um, and so... Uh, Mike introduced me to uh, obstacle course racing back in probably 2013. And I definitely wasn't with it then. (laughs) I was not, I wasn't working out. I was not an exercise junkie. I wasn't a fitness enthusiast. I wasn't any of those things. I was like, oh, you want to go walk in the park? I mean, okay, I guess. Sure. Yeah, right. (laughs) Kill some time on a Sunday. Um, But that quickly changed. Um, we did a couple of fun runs. Uh, we did the color run, which is the one where they throw all the color balls and stuff at you with the cornstarch, which is really cool. Uh, and I was like, okay, maybe I can actually do this. Um, and so I did my first uh, Spartan sprint back in 2018. I actually managed to survive it. So <laughs> um, aside from that, um, 
I've been athletic since I was a little girl. I was always a tomboy. I was always running around with the guys, uh, playing handball. Um, I was a cheerleader. I played softball. Um, so being active is something that's always been a part of my life. It's always been a part of my parents' lives. My parents are in their 70s and they still bowl in a league because um, they're crazy. So um, being active is something that I enjoy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. I'm Nicole, um, aka Mike's wife. Most people call me. Um, no, but I'm the administrative cheerleader of the group. Um, I am not an athlete like uh, Mike and Drea. I am a, a nerd. I like to read and mind my business. Uh, but um, like Michael said, um, back in, you know, maybe 2011, 2012, I was also on a health journey. Um, and of course, like, you know, living with him, how could you not? you know, kind of get involved with everything that was going on. So, um, you know, we started going out to Van Cortland, you know, going to the park, walking, doing as much exercise and just being as active as we can. You know, both of our families have a history of heart disease and diabetes and things like that. Um, unfortunately, back in 2015, I had an injury where I shattered my ankle. So mm -hmm. I wasn't able to kind of like continue the fitness journey or do the races and things like that. But I make sure that everyone is okay, you know, on the team, you know, kind of just push and motivate everyone. Um, I still go out to the workouts and stuff when I can. And, you know, as far as the races are concerned, I've just always been amazed with the mental and physical journey that people have gone through. So I think you guys mentioned like about building community and stuff like that. You know, the first race that we went to was Michael, myself, my daughter, I think his brother and dad maybe went to support. But just seeing how the team has grown and developed with just like a passion and desire to be better people, you know, overall, um, it's been really impactful on everyone's lives that, you know, have come into our lives and into our little family. So I've really been um, encouraged and inspired. And everyone that does the race, I always tell them like it's a mental challenge. Like my daughter has even done two adult races and she's 20 years old now. She's not like super athletic either but you know even just the the mental and physical aptitude that you gain you know from just being a part of the Spartan community and a part of Team Spartan Spades um, overall I think is is really what pushes most people and definitely what pushes me to be you know involved overall um, and I think just that having the people around you that are always going to push you motivate you help you to kind of like reach your goals and no matter what like physical level you're at, there's always someone there to kind of hold your hand and say like, all right, like you can do it. No matter what you're trying to do. I could say I'm walking around a block and Dre is like, yes, you can walk around the block. Yes, <laughs> you can. <laughs> but, but also it's just, it's just by default, we become better people. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think that that's like, <laughs> I think that that's so important, um, especially in today's environment, you know, um, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, with COVID, with, you know, all the racism, like everything that's been happening is us to be healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I think that, you know, with teams, really solid. I always tell Mike, I'm like, you always see more strength in me than I see in myself, so. That's what we're here for. Right. Yeah, so overall, from what I hear from you all is that, um, it first starts off with just experiencing where you are at in your life at the moment. And that's what shaped you to make a decision to become healthy and fit. And then just knowing that you're starting little by little, like going out for a walk, you know, and training that way, and then going into doing like the color runs. I know that's a little bit less from what I know. I think it's a little bit less um, strenuous than the team Spartan race, but it's like you build over time how- oh, yes. <laughs> you build over time how to strengthen not only your mentality but also your physical health and that all aligns with balancing out your mind your body and your soul and so um is I, welcome chemo i hope you can can you hear us i think he's muted it looks like yeah so he might be trying to set up his uh his station. He's doing, he's doing burpees and push-ups. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that said, okay. oh, oh. 
There we go. <laughs> so you came right on time. We were just introducing ourselves. Um, so we asked everyone to introduce themselves and um, share, um, you know, what made you join Team Spartan Spades. Can okay, go right ahead, Kimo, and introduce yourself. All right. Hi, my name is um, Kimo. Um, my, my real name is Joaquin. You know, everybody call me Kimo. Um, you know, um, I got introduced to um, Team Spartan Spades um, around, around May, April, May 2017, you know, um, uh, one of the people that I'm cool with, one of the maintenance guys, um, Brian, he put me on to the uh, mic, you know, which is, you know, and told, told me how they were doing, uh, you know, the Spartan races and he wanted me to duel with them and all that. So, you know, I did my first race with, with Team Spartan Space on June and from then, you know, just fell in love with it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And by the way, I just yeah. learned his real name today, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where really? we come from? <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's literally the key from Joaquin yes. and the Mo from his last name. So. I love that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a whole different you know, I think you might need to do like a whole thing in the in the in the expanded group chat because people really don't they're like who? Who's that? <laughs> they see the name and they're like, who's Joaquin? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Joaquin, I'm like, new member? <laughs> yes, definitely. And thank yeah, exactly. And thank you for sharing that. And I think I kind of pulled in into the, I got pulled into the team too, because for me, I was just, I just moved to New York and pandemic happened and I wanted to explore New York. And so I was like, oh, let me just go to Grand Central Park. And I was just going for a run. I just went to work out and I saw Kimo and I saw a bunch of group of people running and I'm just like, who are these? What's going on here? I'm like, this, always this, curious, <laughs> always the curious. I am. And so I'm like, I want to run too. I want to do what they're doing. And so that's how I kind of like met, you know, met chemo and then ended up meeting yeah. you guys. But it was more like, I thought it was just going to be a run. And the next thing I know, I'm doing the CD challenge. <laughs> and then now I'm doing that's the, I'm doing the run. run. <laughs> curiosity got you. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you ran into the right person. So, you know, that's when I put body onto um, Team Spartan Space on the follow the page and from there, you know, it was game. Exactly. And so, all for, over now. <laughs> <laughs> and so for all of you guys, I know, and thank you for sharing, like, you know, you know, Mike, especially what made you create a Team Spartan Spade and the journey and, and why it's important. So for each one of you, what does Team Spartan Spade mean for you individually in terms of joining? Because I know for me coming from, I used to, you know, just like you, um, Drea, I used to be a tomboy. So I used to do a lot of sports when I was younger and then I kind of fell off. And then so wanting to come back to it, right, it means it means something different for everyone in each stage of their life. So for you and being part of the team, what does that mean for you? So, yeah, I was definitely a tomboy growing up. My dad, I think, prayed that I would put a dress on um, from the time I was like seven until I was about 15. Because <laughs> I just, I, was, I wasn't into girly stuff. Like I played with dolls, but I'm like, I'd rather be outside running around with the guys, like, I don't really want to sit inside and, and, and chat on the phone and, until I was about 16. And then it changed. But <laughs> um, being a part of Team Spartan Spades is, um, it's therapeutic. Uh, one of my purposes in life is to help others. Um, and so being a part of the team, I'm able to, you know, inspire other people and motivate other people with just the little bit that I do and the little bit that I know. Um, and it's therapeutic for me to be able to, you know, get out, get exercise, work out the frustrations of the day, and also to know that we're doing a good thing for the community. You know, Mike will tell you, so you're blue in the face that, you know, one of the reasons that he started the group is because the Bronx has some of the highest rates of obesity and high blood pressure. And those are things that actually run in my family. I thankfully am not one of the people in my family who suffer from either of those things, but both of my parents are on high blood pressure medication and all of my grandparents before they passed had high blood pressure. Um, they suffered from the gout and all kinds of other diseases and things that can be prevented if you adopt a healthier lifestyle. 
So it's important for me, um, especially since I have a son, um, to show him and to show the community at large, like, yes, you can do this. Um, especially being a petite girl. I know you understand, Fadia, you know, we're small. And we're so small. people are sometimes, especially, right, like I'm 5'2", and I, well, I, I count my hair, so I'm 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> I should do the same thing. I should count my hair, too. <laughs> my hair. My hair, girl, okay? Um, but a lot of times women feel like, oh, I can't do that. I'm not strong. And, you know, and I'm definitely one of those. Mike will tell you, I was like, I'll pull up. I'll pull, I'll pull up where? Pull up to the club? I can't pull up. But now I can pull up, you know? And, you know, it's just getting getting past our our own fears and the things that are in our minds about what we can and can't. So it's important um, work that we do. Exactly. I definitely can relate to that too, because I know for me, my family also, you know, we, 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 the diabetic, the high cholesterol, especially coming from the Haitian, you know, Haitian background. And for me, like fitness started for me because I was also like not healthy and going to the doctor's office. And when your doctor's telling you like, you need to lose weight, if you don't change your lifestyle, this is what's going to happen. So yeah. it forces you to kind of like start looking at yourself and your physical health, not just your physical, but your health also and wanting to do something. So yeah, I can definitely relate to what you're saying, right? And uh, yes, we're fatigued. <laughs> yeah. And that resonates with me also. Because I- girls work out and petite girls are strong. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> I'm five one, so I know about being petite, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I gotta just try and get the strength and gather it up. Um, but it, it resonates with me also because I started my fitness journey. I would say I really got into it um, after I had my daughter. I had postpartum depression, mm-hmm. and so for me, I really wanted to learn how can I manage my emotions mentally but also get myself back healthy physically to my standards and I would feel more confident after having my daughter of course being moms your your whole body mm-hmm. changes and just like but I want my old body back <laughs> so it's a lot of mentality and hormones and so that's where I began my own um, physical fitness journey I used to work out and be on the tennis team and basketball growing up but you know, of course, that fell off. So I had to like retrain my body, but also really get to a point where like everything is mentality. Yes. And the way that you talk to yourself, like you just have to continue to push through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Nicole can speak to that more than I can. Nicole <laughs> is definitely the one who is always telling me to retrain my brain and to watch how I'm talking about her friend being me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, I think you hit on something there too, because a lot of women in general don't talk about what they go through when they have children. And most of the women on our team are moms, right? And for me, when you first said like, what does Team Spartan Space mean to you? I, I thought family, mm, right? Yeah. Because, you know, Mike and I have a daughter, but she's our only child, mainly because I had so many problems during my pregnancy. When I was pregnant, I was hospitalized for four months. Our daughter was still a preemie. Um, although she was seven pounds, she was technically a preemie. Um, and I gained a hundred pounds when I was pregnant. Now I subsequently lost that hundred pounds, but fitness and, you know, has become my extended family. Right. And it's always like, I want everyone in my family to get 1% better every day. So that's why, you know, we try to push everyone we try to make sure that everybody is taken care of you know um not only like out there in the park or on the you know the race or whatever but also that they know that they have someone that they can come to because you know sometimes people have family but that's not always their family right um you know so if you're going through you know depression or stress or whatever like we usually know like what's going on with our people and we check in on our people when we don't see them or don't hear from them or whatever so it's just it's much more than just like being in that spartan race it's really just understanding like who our team is who our community is and our family like you know chemo can tell you i've, I've pretty much adopted his children as my babies right i'm like oh, my babies are like they're not babies anymore they're still my babies you know. right <laughs> so you know, we, we always kind of look out for each other and that's really important. And one of the things that Mike always wanted to create with, you know, the community, having that community park, you know, having um, 
the team just they're together supporting each other overall and he's only one person so growing it has been really great because like you said like Kimo brought you in and like you know we we always like just each one teach one you know kind of like mentality right because everyone's in their own journey but we're all in it together Mm -hmm. so that's a really important thing exactly what about you Kimo what does Teams Farm Spade mean to you so yeah, so um um prior to meeting um you know Mike and you know the the rest of the team was um team, you know the rest of the team Spartan Spade um I was always into fitness you know I'm 34 right now I've been working out since the age of 19 so you know um I was born and raised in Harlem so um I moved out I moved out here to the Bronx 2014. Um, in Harlem, you know, you, you know, you see jungle gyms all over the place, you know, um, you, you know, you walk, you, you cross the street, you know, you go work out, you do your pull up, you know, you, um, you know, you meet the community of people that do catastatics and, you know, during, during times of stress, you know, it gets you through. So when, when I moved out here in 2014, you know, we didn't have none of that out here. <laughs> so I was going crazy. So, you know, I remember, you know, um, you know, first me and Mike, you know, I, I was telling him about that, like, you know, work, working out is therapy to me. And, and it was just killing me that I couldn't find a bar out here to do catastatics. I don't really do the gym. I don't do the weights, you know, and all that other stuff. So, you know, getting with the team and everything. Right you, know, um, and you don't weight train. Like, can we just... Yeah, I don't weight train. I don't weight train. Body weight. Body weight. Body, I don't, body, yeah, body, I do all body, body weight. Wow, all body weight. You got to watch yeah, it yeah. in the park of him just... <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah, that's all body, yeah, yeah. That's all body weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, after the first race, you know, um, you know, I continued coming out with Team Spartan Spades, and you know, who's working out, and um, it, it, it just at first it started off as just you know a team that you know we're trained for you know the next Spartan race or whatever, and over time it did become family. Like we became family, you know, just um, like 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 Nicole said, you know, and and, and Dre said. And, it's funny how um, we all came about because, you know, everything that Team Spartan Space represent, that's me. Like, I'm, I'm, for, I'm for my people. Um, you know, I'm about health, you know, um, wealth and all that. And just, you know, sometimes even after a workout, we'll, you know, we'll sit there and go and, 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 and talk about, you know, business, you know, um, wealth and all that. And we'll just, you know, pick, like, pitch ideas and, and um, I'll get advice from Dre and Mike, you know, as far as, like, you know, you know, business-wise, you know, because, you know, that's the, that's the lane that I'm trying to go, you know, eventually or whatever the case may be. So it's really more than just fitness. It's just, you know, family, you know, fitness. Um, and, and we just did. When I, when I got to work out or whatever the case, I could always count on somebody from the team, you know, to come out and, 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 and just be like, yeah, I'll meet you at the park or I'll go run with you. You know, I got Rob to come run with me, you know. Um, Dre is the ride or die, like, you know, she, she's, you know, she's always ready for whatever um, tone, you know what I'm saying, he'll, he'll hit the park for me, you know, Mike is always, you know, Mike is always ready to do whatever, so it's just, you know, like, it, it's definitely family. Like, Team Spawn Space means so much to me, it's hard to put all in, you know, <laughs> all in, together. You know in one thing or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys you know, are all in alignment with each other, and the theme is yeah. just family that's very much important for all of you yeah, all yeah. individually have families but then just grown together and evolved together mm-hmm. just becoming one big family so it's just it's bigger yeah. than just a race that you do you yeah. know every few yeah. months <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. The, the race the race is more of the adventure component um yeah. i've i've never really been a thrill seeker thrill, thrills tend to find me <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm all for it. I've had some life experiences where it's like, you know, why not? Why not try it? You know, life is short. In terms of the community of um, Spartan Spade team, Spartan Spades, it's one of those things that often in many communities of color, we say that we want certain things, but we don't work together to do it. The main thing that helps with that is doing communal service, like dialogue and like like uh chemo said you know we'll talk about finances and stuff like that um certain things that empower the community one thing that i found especially living here in the bronx um they say a lot of crime and stuff happens most of that occurs when you make poor decisions poor decision making can be a result of not eating right not being healthy so now you're doing things in survival mode and you're making the wrong judgment 
because you're not healthy. One way to do that, to make better decision, is to find out how to get nutrition, um, how to find that park where you can work out, finding somebody who can help secure you while you work out. You know, we have it to where the women can go out there together and work out and be okay. They know that Mike may come through, chemo may come through, we all may come through. And that's how you strengthen it based on a community because these were some of the things that I saw that we needed. But if you want it, you have to cultivate it. And I'm glad that these people came along for the journey. These are some of the craziest people I've found in the streets. They want to go want to go want to go run through the mud and jump over fire and you know curl under barbed wire. And so that's just some of the adventures. These people haven't even been um ice fishing with me yet. My wife and my daughter have been ice fishing. I see Bria's eyes. <laughs> we, we, we've gone ice fishing. That's when you're standing on anywhere from two inches to 15 inches of ice in the freezing cold, trying to fish in the middle of a frozen lake. <laughs> so as, um, as, as co-captain of the team, I'm just going to put my foot down. So I am never. You know, you're going. You're going to go once and you're going to enjoy I'll it. Go, we went to Beacon. It was like 12 degrees, bro. That I'm was good. the start. That was I didn't the go start. to that one. You didn't even oh. realize it. You know, yeah. he tricks you into doing stuff, right? So, so Mike has these ideas and he'll do stuff. And then people like inch by inch by inch, he helps to like strengthen them. I think so mentally it's like, why not? Right? Like at the end of the day, if you can go to Beacon in 12 degrees then you can stand on two inches of ice in 12 degrees, like why not? <laughs> yep. right? But I mean, you're I'm almost there. It's not going to happen. <laughs> And we, we've I, also we've also done the Coney Island polar bear plunge. Um, my daughter has done was, it. My wife and neither one of them could swim, but they still went in these frigid temperatures. They pushed themselves, and what it does is it challenges you um, to an extent of you overcoming a fear. But now, once you've done it, your mind has been stretched for your mm-hmm. capability. So, if it came to it, you know, you know what you can do. <laughs> You know the capabilities, if it came to it, what you're capable of. You understand how to um, pay attention to the weather dynamics. If the air is colder, the water is going to be warmer than the the air. So it's better to be in the actual cold water than it is the air temps. How long you're exposed to it. So these are situations where if it came to survival, you know, you've met that threshold of, oh, I definitely don't need to be out there for that. But if it happened, this is how I can combat that. So I think even with stuff like that, like Mike did it at first and we're like, he's crazy. No way in the world. But, you know, we still went out there to support him, right? All bundled up and stuff. But then eventually more people and more people (laughs) and more people did it with him, right? So it's like, okay, I always want to do that. So he's like, so come on, right? So it's, you know, that's why I say about that sense of like family or community, like when you have someone else to help support your your crazy ideas, your good ideas, or you know things that are going to help strengthen you mentally, physically, you know your soul, your spirit, whatever. You know, like and, and I always tell people the polar bear plunge to me felt like um like almost like baptism, right? Mm. Like it was like a great way to kind of like start off the new year and be like rejuvenated and mm. like refreshed almost in a sense. Like the first time I did, I nearly passed out because I, I couldn't even feel my legs. Like I was just like, oh my God. But it was also such a great thing because you can overcome. So I think when I say like that sense of community, that's what I'm talking about, right? Like now people know that they can do something that they never dared to think about doing before because they didn't have a support system to be able to be like, yeah, come on, let's go. You know, yeah. so, um, and I think that that's what's really important about Team Spartan Space. And that you're always going to find somebody in a group that's, gonna, <laughs> that's willing to do something that's going to challenge that's, themselves yes, with yeah. you. And yeah. it, sounds, it sounds like also that you start off like being exposed to it. So if you're just standing on the side and the more that you're exposed to it, the more you're like, hmm, maybe I should try this. This looks look a little right. Yeah. These these three these three captains here, Mike, Dre, and Kimo. There's no way that you like I, I like I said I'm not athletic at all. I did begin with them at first, and I'll always joke about it. They when I came down the hill, I was the last one, right? But they were there cheering me on. But you made but, it down the hill. That's the support. Yeah. 
Friday of the day that came on met you, I walked Central Park. I was not jogging. I mean, he could have jogged 10 times around and came through, but I kept saying, like, I don't want to hold you guys up. I don't want to. I was literally crying, crying because my back and my ankle were hurting so bad. But there was not like they were, uh, you know, Kendra and Dre were at the end texting me like, we're here, like, we're right here waiting for you at the finish line or whatever. And when I got across that finish line, like, Mike walked with me the whole time. And when I got across, there was such a feeling of <laughs> I accomplished something. Now, if I had to know, I probably would have felt like a failure because, oh, I took so long or I didn't do it such a great way or whatever. But they always push and encourage and inspire you to be better. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they also look at like your accomplishment, whatever your accomplishment is. I can't run like an eight minute mile like some people on this call. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. 30 minutes but I'm going to do it. And they're also going to help me feel like I've accomplished something great within myself. So, you know, that, that's the, the, the awesome dynamic, um, about these, these team, the team overall. Because yeah, so. you have, listen, it's not about beating me or chemo or Mike or Kendra. Right. Or team. It's investing yourself from the day before. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yesterday you did a 20 minute mile today, do a 19 minute mile. Mm-hmm. or 19 and a half but just always strive to get better and even if you don't you know you, you still strive toward the goal but right. the goal is always to beat yourself not anybody else exactly and so each one of you guys brings um unique experiences and I can see that one thing I like about the, the team with me joining the team is how we push we push one another right it wasn't like oh we're gonna we're gonna come compete I like the fact that we're doing it together we're learning together we're coming together and that's what I enjoy about coming with the team and working out and it's like you know yeah I'm gonna gonna try the sparring race when Kiva was like you're gonna try it I was like I don't I don't know right so with working out with you guys and seeing like how encouraging it is empowering it is it reminds me of like my family growing up because I started working out and running with my uncle since I was in like Five, I think in Haiti that's he got me into running and so with your unique experiences I love how you guys push each other I love how you guys motivate one another and um and so in fostering and continuing to fostering what you're doing and bringing the community together which is which is awesome and so when it comes to unhealthy distraction how do you guys stay committed and continue to build your endurance with, with running or the training because there can be so many distraction right you guys like you said you're you have kids and then you have other things that's happening in your life you have your health so how do you guys continue to push yourself and staying that you know consistent to continue to build those endurance? well um one thing that i do um to push through the distractions is I look at family medical history. Um, this past December, unfortunately, I lost my mother to diabetes. Um, she succumbed not really to the diabetes, but her um, her small misstep in her discipline and mm-hmm. ate the wrong thing. Um, she went to, um, you know, cardiac arrest, uh, some, some, some of the effects of uh, diabetes. But um, when we got the call and we went to you know, do the assessment, you know, I saw the gun basically on the floor, which was a sweet potato pie, things that she um, was not supposed to have. But I understood that those certain um, moments, the weakness of where we fail at, and we all have to push through those dynamics, regardless um, if it's family history or not. Um, so I always take those things in consideration. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, she passed uh, just before her 65th birthday. I just turned 45 this year and uh, my daughter turned 20 and our birthdays were consecutive. So I always try to instill in my daughter being that we're the 29th, the 30th and 31st of January, that this is what's in our family history. So we have to make the conscious effort as individuals of what to avoid as best as we can. Um, Know that even though we're a collective, individually we have to make sound judgments for our own health because what i eat may impact you differently you know one of the things that i periodically indulge in and um you know i backpedaled in periodically only because of my frequency of going somewhere is donuts you know um i like jelly donuts my thing with uh eating donuts i would only do it once a year and that's following the polar bear plunge since we're in brooklyn i discovered this place or whatever it's like 
old style New York. I could get a donut, um, get a donut or two. I give myself like three days to indulge and that's it. Come the end of January, is the, it was the consecutive birthday. So we would have cake for three days because it's three different birthdays or whatever. I'd eat that stuff and get it out the way. And then I'd go back to my routine. Another thing is also with Hashimoto's, um, the battle to keep my cholesterol down leads to me to meet, leads me to work out. One thing that I um, do is continuously do my workouts when I have the energy for it. And my team, most of the people, you guys are going to all notice now, but um, one thing that I do is the fight for survival is that I must work out. So if somebody comes out or not, I know what I have to do for myself and my own health mm -hmm. and wellness. Another trick that I also do, I'm letting my bag be exposed for getting new people to do the race is I don't train as hard as when I was doing it by myself. The reason for that is I want to show people that we can start at whatever level that you're at, and then you'll see my transformation while you're transforming yourself. So Fadi, like you've seen the other day, you know, I'll always ask how you feel, what's going on? Do you feel stronger? Do you feel a difference? This way you'll also see my transformation. Because if you show up for the workout and, you know, I'm just totally shredded and I'm doing a million miles, you won't be as reluctant to want to work out with me, per mm -hmm. se. So we have the tiered group. So you have people like Hema, who's young. He takes all the people who are, um, you know, within his range of uh, fitness or trying to be. And he pushes them like, look, this is what I'm doing. But regardless or not, you'll see him still working out by mm -hmm. himself because he knows what the fitness means for him. But he brings his people along at that tier. Like, no, look, if I'm running seven miles, you're going to run seven miles. You know, so we have different approaches. You'll see um, Drea, who works to get people, um, you know, with certain certain aesthetics, fitness aesthetics that people look for and use that as a determining factor that you're fit. You know, so a little lady see the videos and they want to come work on their core, not knowing the workouts that she's been doing for a while. You know, but she does it and, you know, we have just a great dynamic. So those are just some of the things that I do to, um, you know, make sure that I'm doing what I need to for me, the pitfalls that I avoid and uh, just making a conscious decision. Yeah, I definitely, agree. I definitely agree with you guys, because I know Drea sent us the videos and sometimes I'm just like, Drea, I'm like, you want me to do what? Ask. You ask for motivation, so I yep. will send it. Exactly. But what's so, crazy, what's so crazy about that? Even though someday she'll send me the video, and I'm just like, but then I'm also sending videos too. I'm like, oh, we should try this. We should try that. And right. I was gonna say, don't act like you don't send videos to the girls too, because you do. And and truth be told, there are days where I don't feel it. I'm sitting here, and I'm just like. <laughs> No, that's true. We but actually, I'm gonna still send y'all the motivation because just because I'm not motivated that day doesn't mean you can't be motivated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so like one of the other things, um, like Mike was saying about the me just being disciplined is the best workouts are when you really don't feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. Like when you really just like I don't feel like going. It's cold outside. I don't want to go to the gym, or it's a little rainy, or I'm tired. Go go that's the best time to go and put your work in whether and and like mike said whether anybody else is there or not mike you will see videos that mike has posted he is the only one in the park by himself with the resistance bands or doing push-ups or doing pull-ups chemo posts videos all the time he's the only one in the park and he's doing push-ups and he's doing pull-ups and he's with the log right, or whatever right it after is. work right after work right from work no Discipline is, is what takes you from and the drive to do it. But some days you're just not going to feel it. And the discipline is what's going to get you to the next level because the discipline will say, okay, even though I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to do it anyway. Because I know that the result is going to be worth it. You know, what I, you know what I think one thing is too, as far as like discipline and things like that is your relationship with food as well, right? Because Mike talks about the Hashimoto's, the cholesterol, you know, everyone knows Drea is the Uptown Vegan, shameless plug, um, <laughs> you know, and stuff. But I learned like later and later on in life um, that, you know, you can you can still enjoy foods that you eat and not like be so indulgent. Right. Everyone thinks that if you have to be on a diet or you need to lose weight, that you have to eat these foods that you hate. Right. Mm -hmm. Like food can still taste good. 
and still be healthy for you. Right. And I yeah. think that be, be season your food. Don't eat bland food right. just because you want to. Don't do that. Right. Don't. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people feel like they have to be miserable and not enjoy, you know, life or things or events or like whatever. Right. Because they can't eat certain things or they can't do certain things. But, you know, I really do feel like you can you can eat. certain. you can portion control. You can say, OK, I'm not yes. I'm going to cut yeah. my carbs. or I'm going to cut my meats or I'm going to, you know, do whatever, but also find what works for you. Different bodies work different ways. And it's really with finding that and also finding how you respond to certain things emotionally with food because like I know for me like I'm an emotional eater like I'm gonna eat some crap if I'm feeling bad it's like knowing how to check yourself with that right but understand but but also making sure you understand that right because then you can make a conscious effort if you decide to eat that donut or that ice whatever it is that's your you know thing like you're making a conscious effort or find something else that you like that. I don't think about the food that some people think about the food and don't work out. It's really having like a good balance um, is, is important. Yeah. I, I it has to be both. You, it I has love, to be both. I, I love that you said that, um, Nicole, because I didn't learn that until I started my own journey with becoming healthier and making right decisions and with fitness. Um, I can tell you, I'm an emotional eater. When I stress, I eat. When I'm happy, I eat. Like it was just the relationship with food is my comfort. But I also had to realize, okay, like like I have to like sit and become more intuitive with my emotions. And okay, if I eat a certain thing, how does it make me feel? So I know if I have a carb loaded meal, I'm exhausted right after like instantly and I don't have any energy. And so I had to change my relationship with food intuitively, but also find what works for me. I've probably, I've tried everything under the sun as far as diets <laughs> and I found what works for me, which is keto and keto helped me because it, um, it carves my craving. And so I know that I don't have to crave certain things. I can sit amongst people and not want to have some rice or some bread or some, some sweets. But if I want to indulge in it here and there, I know that I can have it, but I'm going to go work out to balance everything mm-hmm. out. But working out also not helps me stay disciplined, not only with my eating, but also physically mm-hmm. so that I'm able to have the stamina. Um, and I think it's really important to let have people understand that it does go hand in hand, your relationship with food, but also balancing the fitness so that you're balancing everything out with your body and your mind. And for some people too, it's challenging for them to switch to fitness because they're thinking like, wait, healthy, this healthy lifestyle will mean that I need to like give up what I enjoy yeah. to eat. And like you said earlier, it you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's all about portion control. I know for me, what I've been working experimenting with is like how can I maintain like I'm Haitian I love my Haitian food and it's looking at how can I incorporate certain things like I um the eight, like the spices right so I learned how to make the spices where it fits for me so I'm not you know eating it the way they used to make it so my family is when I go to my family events they're like so what are you gonna eat I said don't worry about me I got this so now with my aunt now she incorporates, she's like, okay, I know you're coming over. I know you don't eat this. I know you can still eat what I eat. So how do you want me to cook it? So, mm-hmm. so, so it's making two different things. So the rice, we're cooking the rice, but we're not using the same oil. I have to use a different oil. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't eat meat, but I, I have my tofu ready. Like, you yeah. know, so she's starting to like saying like, okay, she's eating healthy is what she's doing, but what you're doing also for yourself is also modeling for other people that are watching us. Cause there are people that's watching us. And so when you're doing it, because then you have the discipline, it encourages them and empowers them. It's like with you, Jura, you're you're a baker. And, you know, for me, I love chocolate. I love sweets. So to be able to still enjoy what I enjoy, but it's just more of a healthier options that works for me. And so I can like order some cookies from Drea and know that like it's healthy. I'm still getting getting my sweet fix. I'm cookies. (laughs) Exactly. So Listen, it's portion control, like uh, Nicole was saying, and like you were saying, it's portion control. Like there are there are no healthy sweets. 
Yeah. Okay. And, and people, people always go to get into this, you know, sugar versus honey versus agave versus whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if you pass science, then you understand that your body breaks down mm-hmm. carbohydrates into simple sugar, just plain old glucose, which is then turned into glycogen and your body uses that for energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have too much of it. Yes. But it's anything too much of anything is a problem. Exactly. And it all ties in with everything that you guys talked about earlier. It's your mental state. And when we first started, it's like it's about your mental state. The spiral race is not just like, oh, let me come and do it. It's all start with like how you think and how you your relationship with the food and yourself. Yeah, Kimar, you were gonna say. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because, you know, every time, um, you know, somebody asks me about my diet, you know, um, I don't give them a diet. I tell them, um, you know, the advice that I give them is stay committed to, your, to, to, to working out. So, um, cause, 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 you know, if you stay committed to working out over time, you know, your brain, you know, your, your, your brain is a develop a diet. So, so like, for instance, like if I, like if I eat like three burgers today, right, and I go work out tomorrow, I'm gonna feel it, and my and and, and my mental's gonna remember that. Mm. So you know, so over time, your your you know your mind starts to develop its own diet. But you know, but if you but but if I if I eat three burgers today or whatever the case may be, and then I don't work out tomorrow or or, or the next day or whatever, you know, my brain won't won't it, it won't it won't it won't grasp the effect that it had on my body. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, exactly. a lot of times, um, even Mike, like, that's times, like, I'll drink on a Saturday night, knowing that we got to work out on Sunday, and I'll go to work, I'll still go to work out on Sunday, and because I want to feel that pain, I want to feel that regret. <laughs> <laughs> so I know not to drink, you know what I'm saying, before I'm about to go out, you know, and, and <laughs> I know not to drink the night before I'm about to go out and do a, you know, um, you know, you know a crazy workout or something like Don't that. Don't drink tonight. So, yes, uh, don't drink tonight. Don't drink. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's after the talking raise. Get, get some yeah, water. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, also what keeps me, you know, what keeps me focused is just, it's just like, like I said earlier, like this workout, you know, does a lot for me, you know, therapy-wise. Like, you know, I still have, um, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of times, you know, you see me smiling or whatever, I'm working out, but, you know, that's that, that's cause that's what the workout is doing for me. You know, um, you know, my you know, my fit family, that that's what they're doing for me. Meanwhile, you know, there could be, you know, many things going through my head. Like, you know, a lot of my people, um, you know, they're still in the streets or whatever the case may be. And this what this working out thing so keeps me out of, you know, it keeps me away from this. But even when I'm, you know, on the weekends, I'll go to my beacon and, and hike with some of my people and you know, like it'll light my heart up because I'm I know I'm keeping all all, all of us away from. It. You know, them eight hours that we out there hiking, the craziness going out there, I know that, you know, this is what I'm doing for, you know, I know why I'm keeping, you know, all of us away from out there. Mm, you know, exactly. so it's just, you know, um, like this, this you know, this, this, this workout thing, it's more therapeutic. The body came out, it just comes with it. It just comes with the workout. But, you know, mm. it does a lot for me mentally. Even with this partner race, you know, few of my people, are, you know, I finally got them come out and do it or whatever. And I'm just, I'm more, I'm like, I'm more excited for them. Yeah. And what um, I love, so I'm just really more excited, like, you know, but, um, <laughs> exactly. And what I think with the team itself, not only that we're working on our body and our mental state, like you say, it's therapeutic for me too. What we're doing and what you're doing for the community is for your children also, because chemo, I also see like with the things that you're posting, you're also your your children are also doing the Spartan, they do Spartan, um, what's it, the Spartan Minis, right? The Spartan Race Minis. And so like, they're also watching you guys. So the kids come into the park, you guys showing them exercise. It's also for their health. It's showing them like, you can still have fun. You can still do what you, you can still eat the same food that you need to eat, but this is what it looks like. And as adults, a lot of us have to model for the generation that's looking at us, for the younger mm-hmm. ones, for other people. Because when they, like you said, when they're like, wow, when I, when I see you chemo doing stuff, I'm like, how is he doing this? I know I've been working out for years. I can't do half of the stuff that you're doing. <laughs> motivates me, right? And then you have Jared as getting on the pull-up bar. And I'm like, Fadi, you have one in your room. Get up. Go do it, right? So, like, when I see those pulls, it's just like, 
what's your excuse, right? Mike will be posting these videos in the chat and I'm just like, yeah, all right, let's get up, let's do it. But I think what everything about Teen Spar and Spade is about coming together, it's about evolving, it's about fostering something that everyone can take something from each one of us mm -hmm. and for us to continue to push. And so in taking a shot at yourself, it all can be challenging because I know we all started somewhere and something had to happen for some of us to say, okay, I need to change my physical health. I need to change my lifestyle. I need to change the way I eat. I need to change the way I think about myself because sometimes some people, they just do it because they want to. So what are some tips can you share with anyone who is looking to start um, or to maintain their physical health to compete in one of the Spartan race or DecaFit? So like, what is something like, would you say for them? Sorry, I know there's a lot of noise in my background. I, I live in the Bronx and I'm on the first floor. So <laughs> I'll go first so that I can mute mine. Um, I would say just start. Yep. Literally start. That's it. There's, you have to just commit to saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it no matter what. So if that means I have to get up a little earlier to go to the gym or work out, then I'm going to get up a little earlier to work out. Or if I have to stay up a little later, I'm going to stay up a little later. You know, it's the same thing when you're starting a business. Um, and actually, Mike is one of the um, people who inspired me to get my business together. He's actually the reason I have my LLC now. <laughs> so how the um, people how the people <laughs> yeah no mike is definitely he was like no you got to be legit i was like heard you got it <laughs> and i didn't have and that's another thing like you were saying you know about chemo modeling for his kids and us modeling for our children like i don't there's no entrepreneurs in my family that i know of so i didn't have anybody to call and be like hey so when you started your business what did you do it was like nah you got to get on this website and figure it out yourself but it's the same thing with your fitness journey even if you don't have somebody in your family who is into fitness and who eats healthily and you know works out you got to just do the homework yourself go on google and go outside meet people we've got members of the team now who have met us just including you from just being outside exactly. and asking questions so get out of your own way get out of your head and just say okay i'm gonna go and if that means that i have to start walking then i start walking like people see me now and they're like oh you're strong you can do pull-ups i'm like yeah today <laughs> but they didn't see me when i couldn't even do one push-up when i couldn't even do a pull-up they didn't see those things. I remember those things. Mike remembers those things. Nicole remembers those things. I don't know if Minnie does, but they were around in those days. So you have to remember, you have to start somewhere. So just literally just start. And again, don't worry about comparing yourself to anybody else because somebody else's journey is somebody else's journey. If you're just starting today, you're not going to look that way. And that's okay. Be okay with where you are and just start. And dance because apparently there's music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with Ray. Just, you know. Just, oh no, go um, ahead, Kimo. Yeah, yeah, just to start, you know, um, people when they ask me is, um, you know, just, you know, start with a mile. You know, just, just, just like go running. Just start with a mile. Once you start to get, you know, the groove, you know, the groove of, you know, running, running a mile. You know, just then, then put time and into it. You know, let me run this mile within ten minutes. You just create milestones, and now you you go to the two miles or whatever the case may be. Even even you know just just start running five minutes, because that five minutes of running, you know, once you reach that five minutes, you're gonna be like, oh, now I got, I got a lot more in me. So it, it just it's just starting. You know, start starting is the hardest part. Usually, what I do is like I get myself like I'm gonna go out there and work out. I can't do no less than 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups. That you know now if I go, but but I, but I know by the time I get to that 100. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say I have more in me. You know, I'm gonna feel it. You know, my heart's pumping. You know, and, and everything. So you know, starting is always the hardest part. You yep. know, and, and, and always try to um and, and try to find and try to look, try to um look for a uh, accountability partner. You know, somebody that when you're feeling lazy, you know, it's just you know like like tone, like you know what I'm saying. Like like there's days I just come from work and I just want yo, you going out. <laughs> It's like, you know what, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, um, I, I'll meet y'all there. You know, it, it helps a whole lot. And, and, and you'll feel good. You know, you, you'll feel good. You'll be amazed at that, you know, the energy that you did have, you know, to go out there and, and, and work on. And you'll feel good. You, you'll be amazed at how much you get done that day that you was going to 
we're going to do what you had just still home and just, you know, laid in bed all day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, like, like Dre said, you know, to just start it. That's the, you know, that's the best advice I can give anybody. Mm-hmm. I would say one thing for me, although I've never done a race, but I've been around it for the past 10 years is like, know your why, right? Like a lot of people, you got to have a reason you want to do stuff. And I think, Father, you have mentioned like about the kids, like the Team Spartan Speed Minis, right? Um, my daughter was doing these kids races and doing the adult races and stuff like that. And, you know, she was my why. When I first started even thinking about fitness or thinking about whatever, I'm like, I can't be that mom that like, can't keep up with their kid, can't play with their kid, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. running around at the park without being all winded like crazy. And like, you know, Minnie, whose Team Smartest Bay Minis were named after and CJ, you know, Drea's son used to be out there with us. And now Jen Jen and Jerry, who are chemo and Captain Kimo and Captain Kendra's babies, right? Like they're out there with us. Like the adults were in the trail of in Cortland. I was like, sure, I'll stay back and watch the stuff. Cause like I told you, I'm not athletic. And then they stayed there with me. And she was actually able to put me through a full damn near deck of fit Spartan workout, right? Like she was like, okay, Nicole, come on, let's work out. I'm like, what is she, six chemo, right? Like, <laughs> and, she, and she mm-hmm. put me through a whole workout. But guess what? That's ingrained in them now. That's yeah. instilled in them, right? They see the adults doing the right thing and they're going to continue that legacy and that journey, whatever. So if anything, you know, that I do, like one of my wives is doing it for them, right? Because I didn't have anyone to, you know, show me like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do or this is how you're able to keep yourself healthy, keep yourself mentally sane, like do whatever. So they're constantly seeing all these kids that have, you know, been out there, whatever, they're constantly seeing adults that are doing positive things with their lives. And they're going to continue that journey, you know, as well, even if it, it, even if they just know like, oh, the race, I remember my daughter one time was taking an algebra test or something in school. It was like, I was sitting there and I was struggling with that test. And I was like, if I can do a Spartan race, I can do this, you know? And I always think about that because I'm like, wow, was that like mental push that she gets from all of us and that all the kids get from all of us, just, just being around it and watching us. It's so important. So finding a why is really like the for the thing to start as well. Start, but know like what you want to gain out of it, you know, and, and I think and who you're inspiring and who's watching you, I think is, is really important too. What's your, what's your tips for race? They already said everything <laughs> that needs to be said. I mean, Hydrate. My, thing, my thing is, um, no, it's not for the race. It's just overall. So no, that's, that's just start, true. you know, right. just start. It all comes down to start, you know, just start. That's all it comes down to start. If you don't start, you'll never get anywhere. You'll be exactly where you were at. You got to start no matter what it is. I tell people, you show up, do a push up, do one. You can't do two, do one. Tomorrow, come out here and do two. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Just starting and starting and knowing your why. And as we talk about this, it just reminds me of just, like my journey and my why was I want to live for my daughter because I had a high risk pregnancy and and almost lost her and so like I want to live for her I want to be healthy I want to be able to run around with her so I started working out in the house and even when she was like a year old she was doing little workouts okay I see you and now she does the workouts with me she like mommy working out I'm going to put my workout clothes on or she'll do it by herself. Like I'll just be sitting on the couch and she's in her on the side, you know, doing some push-ups in her own version <laughs> or some squats. And I think that's so important to be able to know your why start, but it also gives you purpose. And that purpose is to keep pushing and keep motivating and inspiring others, which is what all of you are doing, which is amazing. I think, as a team, you guys are flourishing, evolving, and inspiring others. A part of me is just like, maybe I need to try one of these races. I'm a little scared. You're I'm going to. You're still going. Don't worry. I got, I got her. She's going. So, um, so I look forward to what your team is going to continue to, to do um, in all of your endeavors as well. So what should we expect with Spartan? Yeah. Spartan, what's next? Because I know we have the Spartan coming up. So for you guys, what should we look forward to? 
Well, we should look forward. We we should look forward to Bria coming to join us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys are also, yes, exactly. But you guys are also going to Hawaii. We're taking Spartan, well, you guys are taking Spartan State in Hawaii. I'm not sure yet if I'm going. No, you're going. You're going. The beast beast is a whole nother mission now. There's levels to dealing with um, obstacle course racing. Um, it's, it's certain levels of endurance, which requires you to be on your feet longer, um, to do more, to carry more things. And it's a psychological thing that breaks many people. But next time you go out, you can go a little further. So with the Spartan Beast, it's 13 miles and um, I think like 40 obstacles. 35. 35. And then the terrain also makes a difference. I think I'm going to come and just be like the cheerleader <laughs> and then just... I'll work my way up there. <laughs> okay, because you know what? You're in luck because we're doing the super in October and the super is only seven miles. And, and then you we, how they, you we how they just recruit me. That's, yeah. how they, that's how they get me. Mm-hmm. That's how they get me. <laughs> we, we, um, so many of the people that I met through the fitness world have been reaching out to collaborate or to get us to certain events. So our calendar will be um, opening back up being that the world is opening back up. So we will definitely yeah. keep you ladies in the loop yeah. for different events to try out. I have a question. Um, yeah, how, how, you felt, how you felt when, when you went to Mount Beacon and then you hiked you know, to the casino? Oh, that's um, right. You went to- yeah, it felt really good. It, it just, for me, you know, when I was living in Haiti, I was already doing track. I was already running. So the terrain that we're, we're running to, I'm used to that. So for me, being yeah. part of being part of the team, it's just taking me back home. Cause mm-hmm. I used to work out with my yeah. uncle. My uncle used to take me out. I used to do races. Um, a couple of years ago, I, uh, 2019, no, 17 or 18, I went back to Haiti. And so my family, we have like children in our community that we, we do races with them every year. And I ran with them. So I'm used to that. So for me, climbing, um, you know, the hike, it's like I'm back home again. It just, it just, it just brought me back. So that's why I love working out with you guys because it's not just like, oh, I'm coming for fitness. I'm coming home because this is what I used to do. And I just fell off during college year. And after my mom passed away, it just, I lost sight of things that were important to me. Like the fact that I'm back and I'm back out there, I'm back in nature and I'm just, you know, I'm doing it. And I can't wait to take on the Spartan and just see what, and challenge that mental capacity. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember the first time running with Fire. Like, he really kept up. <laughs> we hit we hit the Van Cortland trails, and it, it was hot that day, right? It was. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. hot. Like, you know, she really kept up. I was like, yeah, she got it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she definitely got it. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> Yes. Well, thank you all so much for just joining us on our platform. I truly enjoyed our conversation. Again, I wish you luck on your race tomorrow. Thank you for having Yes. And so tell our audience where they can find you and if they want to sign up for a race with you in the future and how they can join your team. Um, they can follow us on social media at Team Spartan Spades. Um, on Instagram and, and Facebook. We also have a private group on Facebook for Team Spartan Spade members. Um, this way people can be more engaging. Uh, once you're in and you've done a few workouts with us, we can add you to the private chat because we dialogue a lot relative to fitness and the yes. you know the day antics relative to fitness. So our website is launching tonight. So they can go to our website, which is teamspartanspades.org. Um you know, it's a charity thing that we do, but we are accepting donations because people like Drea, Kendra, you know, these ladies, they get out here and help make a difference with what it yeah. is that I do. But just follow us on those uh, platforms. And you could also reach me, Mike, 914-266-0976. Anytime, leave a text, call, voicemail, and uh, I'll follow up, see what we can do. All right. Thank you. And Drea, I know you're a bakery, so you do vegan cupcakes. So where can, you know, anyone, where can our audience find you? Because, you know, your cookies are good. (laughs) Delicious. Thank you. I'm glad that you like them. Yes. Um, So my uh, business is not a storefront. Um, I am a made-to-order catering 
100% vegan goods, cakes, cookies, cupcakes. Um, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook and I believe Twitter um, and Pinterest as uh, The Uptown Vegan. Um, so you can find me there. I have a website, theuptownvegan.com where you can go see the entire menu of things that I offer, place an order. Um, I also accept orders via email, orders at theuptownvegan.com. Yeah, so um, you, can catch, yeah, you can catch me on social media, um, Kimolu, 11-4, K-E-E-M-O-L-O-U-H, 11-4, um, on Instagram and um, on Facebook, you know, um, Kimo Morita, you know, um, last name M-O-R-E-I-R-A. You know, I'm the person that, that's going to push you. <laughs> Only if they want the smoke. Oh, yeah. You're not ready? Don't hit up Kima because he's going to work you. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have to connect you, Kimo, to our celebrity trainer, Jerry. I'm going to have to do it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of, you know, your unique experiences and what it seems for Spade is about. And I'm happy to be part of the team. And I hope that everyone, you know, can resonate with some of the things that you're saying and it pushes them and motivate them and seeing like how this is what community looks like. If you are looking to get fit, if you're looking for a healthier lifestyle, um, it's about community. It's a, it, you don't have to do it alone. You have the teams out there, the, no matter where you are, you don't have to be in the Bronx. It's just about finding one person that's running just like I did. And then just connect and here you are the next thing you know you have your sneakers you're running races you're doing obstacle courses or even you're hiking you know up a mountain so thank you so much for coming um and speaking to us also if anything resonated with you guys today during our episode leave us a comment and if you'd like to be a guest or want this to suggest us a topic to talk about please leave us a um send us an email at millennialbabespodcast at gmail.com and we're looking forward to seeing you guys thank you